Welcome to Job Tales, the show where we find out about different professions from the people who know. Each week I speak to a new guest with a very interesting job. You'll hear about their personal paths to doing what they do, the skills required and the tools they use for the job. I'm Laura Leoncini and today my guest is Romain Vetter, head of Western Switzerland at Swiss. Romain's experience will be very interesting for our young listeners today because his path was not a straight line and despite what others suggested to him in the past, he managed to stay true to his path, believe in himself and become the director of a successful airline. Romain Vetter, thank you for being my guest at Job Tales. A very special occasion. I have uh, you as head of uh, Western Switzerland at Swiss. Your career is amazing and um, you're very young still. So I would love to know what has been your career path up to now. Hi, Laura. But first, uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to join you on this, uh, on this interview today. Well, how did I get started? I think it's despite the fact that you said it was I'm young. I think it's a long story already. <laughs> and perhaps I think my story is, is not uh, what I would call a, a straight line story. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's, um, it's a story of taking different paths, different de- decisions regarding what I wanted to do. So actually, I'm, my, actually my studies, uh, I did a, a CFC, Employé de Commerce, okay. in uh, Geneva. And I was specialized in uh, health insurance, so really far away oh, wow. okay. from what I'm doing today. So I was an apprentice. Mm-hmm. That's maybe you know part already of the story of being in a completely different field, but in a program that you know is close to my heart because in Switzerland you have the great opportunity to be an apprentice. So you're working, you're studying, and I think yeah. for me this was the right balance at the time because I was never a big fan of studies <laughs> in general. So I think that balance brought me a lot. And then, of course, different elements, you know, started to happen. And, and I took a, a very different path when I finished, actually, my studies in Geneva. Actually, before we continue, I would love you to, to tell me just a couple of sentences about the CFC, because I think it's very interesting for those who are not from Switzerland to see how the Swiss system works. So you finished your high school and then you went into, into a CFC. No, so actually I finished secondary school and uh, the CFC is basically an equivalent of a high school. Oh, and okay. what you do is you have the options to do it at what we call a commercial high school. I would, you know, you would say that in English, I guess. And the program is basically you are first recruited as an apprentice by a company. Yeah. The role will be a commercial role. So you're going to move around different units within the company, but that's the prerequisite to then have access and apply basically to do your two days at school where you're going to have different topics to cover from accounting to law and so on and so forth. So basically that's that's a system that enables you to work. Yeah, kind of a enlarged internship, I would say. Mm, right. And on the other side, you're still working towards a diploma and, and having those different topics covered at school. Fantastic. So you get to sample a bit of everything and that allows you also to see what you like. Yeah, correct. And, and I think you're going to have, you're going to find at very different companies. So that's also what I thought was super interesting because I was working at the time for Alliance Swiss, so a, mm-hmm. a, a big German insurance group. But uh, I had friends from, from school that were working for UBS, that were working for 
the, the train companies, you're going to have really yeah. different, different company, different industries. So you get to learn also a lot. You do a lot of visits of companies. So oh, you get excellent. to learn actually about other businesses. And I think that was really kind of the, the trick for me to get very, to get interesting in jobs, but also interesting in school. Yeah. Okay. You finished that. And then what happened? Well, that's a bit the part that was interesting. So I actually mid to the end of my studies um, for the apprenticeship, I had basically a few months left. Uh, the exams were in front of me and then uh, my employer, Allianz at the time, you know, asked me if I wanted to stay uh, once I finished already because I had quite some good results there. They were quite happy. And that's usually also the, the great benefits, you know, for companies doing those programs is you get also then already people that you trained for the job. So they're ready to go basically once they have finished their study. Yeah. And that's a, a very valuable thing for, for, for those companies. But then I decided I, I don't think I want to stay in insurance, to be honest. Okay. Um, that was a bit my perspective. And, and by, you know, kind of a random sort of events, I as I was playing a lot of volleyball back then in Geneva, but also for the the, the junior national team, I, I discovered actually an, an agent in France that started to place athletes in the United States. Oh, so getting okay. scholarships and then being able to play volleyball and studying for my bachelor. And I thought this was such a cool idea <laughs> to do. <laughs> and so I just I started to talk to him and um, he watched some of my uh, DVDs at the time. So I really had to send out <laughs> to Paris some <laughs> DVDs of me playing. And then I passed a couple tests along the way also in English alongside of my uh, CFC exams. And then basically I had uh, offers to go play in the United States and, and do my bachelor. So that's where kind of my career took a different term at that time. So thanks to sports. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, you, you got to uh, California, right? The California Baptist University, I see. Exactly, correct. Yeah. That's, that's where uh, I landed for uh, four years. That's where also I stayed after to actually start my, I would call it like my very first jobs were really in California. Okay. What did you do then in California? So in California, I was really starting to work into the digital field. So overseeing advertising, marketing campaigns for different clients. I worked a bit in the you know, e-commerce development. So it was for me a bit the first touch into the digital world, entrepreneurship. That's a bit what I studied uh, throughout my bachelor. So mainly in marketing, but already more into a digital twist with, of course, some of the technical developments that, that go with it. So then from digital to flying, there's a bit of a jump <laughs> or not, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think there's a big jump. I mean, I, I came back from California. I, I, I was working for one of the uh, largest agency in Switzerland called the Omnicom Media Group. And I was part of the PhD unit. And there I had some touch point with clients within the industry. Mm -hmm within the airline industry, sorry, and 2015 Swiss was having, you know, kind of a recruiting time and uh, they were really looking for different type of profiles that they didn't have. So they really didn't want to have airliners. They wanted to have people from outside of the business, deep know-how of, of technology. And uh, that's where I decided, I thought it would be really cool to go to the headquarter and uh, kind of jump over from Geneva to Zurich. And that's, that's how kind of it got all started in 2015 where where they chose me to uh, to join Swiss funny enough my boss at the time who recruited me is our CEO now so no. it's a, a bit of a 
a circle of career that I think is quite uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, amazing. So you both uh, went up the ladder in different ways, but then you're, you're still your boss. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, in, a, in some ways, it's quite funny to uh, to have seen that from a distance and then to find each other, you know, almost, I would say, yeah, seven, six, seven, eight years later. Yeah. How do, uh, so what was your role in, in Swiss when you first uh, went in? Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it's a very technical field, one that perhaps a lot of people don't know, but I have actually was joining what was called at the very beginning channel management, but uh, soon later distribution. So in distribution in the airline business is basically how do we sell our products into the digital world. Okay. And uh, my role was to, one, basically develop uh, new types of projects yeah. to distribute our products. So that could be with our own e-commerce and can be with large reservation platform, or it could be with online agents like an Expedia or Skyscanner. Yeah. And so I was leading that for the group, I was part of a very small team that got started into it. And uh, we grew very fast into about 80 people departments. So it was quite a cool success Amazing. story. Mm. that we kind of revamped basically our capabilities to sell our products uh, online. Okay, fantastic. So your previous experience in digital was definitely key to this position, right? I think digital was key. I think understanding of technology and a lot of entrepreneurship to bring into a very large group of mm. airlines. So you have to navigate that because we are not a startup, right? So yeah. And uh, we come from a very operational world and to bring this kind of digital aspects is not always easy. You have to convince a lot of people, but of course it is a big part of our business. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the part where, where it was super exciting into the, this mission to, to kind of be the pioneer of a new digital world for Lufthansa Group. And I got to travel a lot to very different places, meet great colleagues. So it was really a, quite a, a very cool experience. Amazing. So fast tracking into today and what happened since from channel management distribution to now? Yeah. So after this whole experience within the, the, the distribution world of, of Lufthansa Group, I think it was my, the time for me to, to take a new challenge, something different. And funny enough, it was actually my boss who told me, you know, have you, have you also, he knew that I wanted to, you know, to, to develop myself. And he said, did you also apply for the job in Geneva? Because I think you would be you know, great in this role. And actually, to be honest, I had not seen it, the job post. <laughs> and so uh, it was a bit through that, that, you know, a recommendation also of my own superior to jump and to say, okay, I will, you know, give it a try to, uh, to see if I can um, make that job and uh, enter the process. And uh, yeah, somehow uh, worked out <laughs> for the best. <laughs> Into that, yeah, and nice. uh, joining Geneva in um, basically April 2021. Okay, so there's there's basically two directors: one for Western Switzerland, and one for Eastern Switzerland. Or is it? Am I off? Yeah, it's a no. It's a bit of a different topic because you know, obviously, Geneva itself and Western Switzerland is a bit of a smaller region, right? So hmm. in in Zurich, you're gonna find more roles, like different roles. I, I think my pendant would be probably the head of sales for Switzerland, but Geneva is a special role because you really have an eye on the different units. So not just the commercial, but you have a look into the maintenance, the cargo, the cabin, cockpit. So you kind of have a 360 view of what's happening within the Geneva base. So I think the role is a bit different, but that's what makes it, I think, a very special role and a, 
and where it's, I think, very interesting. You're exposed to all those departments. That's probably if you are, as I was before, um, you know, in, in, in distribution, you're exposed to, you know, a very tiny bit of the company. Now I, I can really see everything and everything that falls into place. How does it work from operation to maintenance and so on? So that that is, I think, the, the quite exciting part of the role. Okay. And so what falls under your responsibility? So basically, I always say there's three things that falls under my responsibility in Western Switzerland. Number one is is to oversee the community, right? We're, we're a community of about 300 people. So I am looking at the, the from a helicopter view, if I, if I may say, yeah. what's happening into the base and, and how does everything fits together. Number two, I'm the commercial driver for Western Switzerland. So really making sure that uh, obviously we have, a, we have a positive business case for Western Switzerland. And last, I think it's the extension of, of being the point of contact for, for partners, point of contact for politics. So everything that, that navigates or gravitates around this area, I'm a bit the extension, I would always say, of uh, parts of the C CEO, CCO, and the political affairs. So this, those are topics that I follow locally for Swiss, basically. It's amazing. It's great. It, and if I, if I look at your past and, you know, you, you were saying it's not a straight line, thinking of the listeners, the young listeners that are saying maybe they're starting a career they don't like or maybe they're, they're, they're not sure of whether what they got into is really something for them. But how many elements or if you can mention a few elements of your initial jobs mm -hmm. do you now see? that are being very useful today to your present job? Well, I think the the number one thing that I've learned also since the more managerial role at Swiss is is one is I think you have to take your time to to intake and to learn and, and get the know-how and get to know people. So that has, that was for me kind of the key element. Yeah? I had the opportunity actually in 2016 already to make a, a jump at the level I'm at now but I think I was not ready for that, to be honest. And that was maybe an element that I tried to also tell people. You have to analyze the situation, see what the different opportunities are about, because there is different path. Yeah, Sometimes it takes it's quicker, sometimes it's longer. But I think the aspect of always taking retrospective to what you've done or what you want to do can get you far. But it, it takes time, right? So that, mm -hmm. that, I think, is a big element that I, I take back from the last few years. And any, you know, shortcuts you think you could have <laughs> made or uh, is it, I mean, do you find that there are some, some things that you will still like to learn in order to fulfill your job today? Or yeah, what do you think? I mean, there's always things that you can learn. I think, again, what I try to not take too much into consideration into my role or how I want to see it is... I'm not trying to think too much about what's next. Okay. Um, I think it's good to have a plan, but I don't think you need to have to the detail of how do I go from here to become the CEO, right? So what is the path that I'm going to do? What kind of projects do I need to do? What kind of people do I need to know to access certain positions and so on? I think that's really not what I'm really interested in. Mm. I'm, I'm interested in the challenge. I'm interested that the job is interesting. <laughs> so yeah. it needs to be fun because otherwise we spend way too much. The, the team needs to be fun. Those are then the elements that you kind of take with you along the way and, and find your path. So I think that's really what I always looked for in a role. 
mm-hmm. I do look into is there of course you know a challenge ahead like something a bit harder to achieve and and to uh, and to do I think there was the case for distribution because we started from scratch so there was nothing and we needed to build up this whole department and for Geneva and Western Switzerland was of course the question that I had before joining you know is is we were we were not flying any planes when I joined when I started my role. So okay. we were at zero, zero revenues, zero jobs for anyone. So the question was, okay, what do you do now to take it back up, right? Financially and, and everything, everything else. So those are the, the hard challenges, but they're, they're definitely the fun ones to do. Yeah, it's, and it's exciting. <laughs> and what is challenging today for you? I think the challenge still is, is for me, I mean, I'm two years and a half in the role. I think the challenge is I'm still learning new things every day and every day I'm trying to figure out how does this plug into the rest, right? So to give you an example, it was this year where I spent actually a, a, a night service with our maintenance colleague because I wanted to see a bit what was their job, not during the day, but really what, during the night, what's happening there because it's uh, a lot of things are happening there. They're checking airplanes, they're fixing some. So there's really a a lot of activities there. And for me, I knew that you probably also heard a lot of companies had uh, engine issues this year, Mm -hmm. not because they were not working, because there was a shortage in supply. Right. And so it was very interesting to, for me, I knew this from a very high up perspective, but I didn't really know what was really happening on the ground in terms of what did we miss? What was the issue with the engine? And this I was able to also see. And that's then my link to, okay, what do I need to do next for our network of destinations? What decision do I make uh, with the type of aircraft that we operate and so on? So that I think is the challenging part because there are some elements that you don't know yet and you need to go into the fields, the different fields, to understand mm-hmm. them before making you know, your, your decisions. You know, looking at the different uh, job opportunities that are at Swiss or in the airline uh, industry, you know, since you have this um, eagle eye view, um, if there's some, you know, young men and young women out there that would like to enter a, a line of career in the airline industry, what are the jobs that you can see are necessary and are maybe still missing? The jobs you mean or the skills or it could be could be both? Yeah, jobs first and then skills. I think there's, there's really two fields, uh, let's say, in in the airline industry. You're going to have very specialized roles Mm. where you definitely need uh, people entering. So from the cockpits or pilots, this is a a part where we are recruiting a lot. And in the more specialized roles, you have like also the the maintenance colleagues, which is also a job that it's, it's, it's not a straight line for, you know, a study that you do to become a maintenance person for an airline company. Right. So mm-hmm. I think you have very specialized profiles that are very interesting and very exciting. It's interesting because again, it's 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 not that you have done a specific study that you can or cannot become a pilot, for example. So I think there's there's a lot of opportunities. There's things that helps, of course, in the direction of becoming one. But those are, are positions maybe that are you know very specific. And then everything else that comes with new types of talents, uh, new type of skills. Uh, I'm working quite a bit right now with my team on um, on generative AI and LLM tools. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a field, for example, that you don't have a lot of people doing that yet in the, in the workforce. So anything that is new and any new perspective that you can bring 
understanding the airline industry and how you apply maybe from a different field into it, I think that's also something that, that Swiss, you know, is, is always looking for. Right. Yeah. Like the way that you also applied some of your knowledge from outside the industry back then Correct. when you started. Right. Exactly. Does it help to have an internship to start at Swiss? I think it probably helps you to be hooked <laughs> to continue <laughs> to work with Swiss. Okay. I think usually our interns are, are you know, they come in, uh, we get usually a ton of applications uh, for for internships. So it, it goes very, very quick. But I think, yes, it, it definitely helps to, to put a foot on the door and also to learn one topic. And But there's different ways to it, right? We, we Swiss offers internship, apprenticeship. We have sometimes temporary contracts, then, you know, long-term contracts. So you, you really have, a, you know, different possibilities to, to enter. And I also would, would like to say that, like I've done before, the, the fact that a lot of opportunities you're going to find, uh, for example, in, in Zurich. It's normal. It's our headquarters. It's, a, it's where we have most of our employees. And I would always tell people, you know, be bold also to, to go there. We have people from different regions of Switzerland, different regions of Europe going there. And so language or skills shouldn't be a barrier to go to headquarters. And it's actually quite fun yeah, mm -hmm. to, to do that. Yeah, okay. And going back to your own profession, what are the skills that you say are relevant you know because you think okay i'm a director it's all great and good but maybe some we do have a different image <laughs> of uh, <laughs> what you do every day like uh, what are the skills that you say you know soft and hard skills yeah i mean i think for me it was always i always try number one to keep up with my know-how one in in the management field so really trying to be a better manager so taking also courses, whether it's internally or externally, to get better at managing people, but probably in a different way. I'm, I'm a, I let my people, you know, a lot of room for what they do. I trust experts. Yeah, I have a lot of experts in, in my team. And, uh, and then if you take probably, I don't know, a field like network planning for where do we fly and why and how and so on, it would take me years probably to, to be an expert in that. So I need to let people decide what we do. So we have for Geneva and Western Switzerland an approach to let people decide, to bring projects and take decisions. I can raise my hand if I don't agree with it, but the team as well. So every aspect of management for me is, is a very kind of core pillar, understanding people and driving them. That That's interesting. And then the second one is, but that comes from my DNA because I believe everything is technology nowadays and even before. And I think this, this is something that I've developed, you know, over time, understanding how technology works, how do you apply it, how can it helps us change processes, improve processes. And that's, you know, the two side skills that I'm basically always working on. And uh, the last few months, it's been really about generative AI. And next year, we'll, we'll see for what it will be about. <laughs> Excellent. So one last advice that you want to give to the young listeners today. I think the one advice is, is definitely, it sounds corny, but you have to believe in yourself, right? So from a very beginning, as, as I told you in the interview, I was not the best at school. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. So it's, <laughs> there's no secret. There's nothing to be ashamed of, by the way. And I was probably not promised to have, you know, the typical... Uh, secondary, high school, university, master, and and so on. So I had some 
very early feedback actually from uh, also counselors in Geneva saying, you know, university, I think you will, this will never happen for you. And um, the fact is, is I have an MBA today, so it's definitely possible. Right. So I think, again, there's different paths. So b believe in what you do, yeah, number one, and and there's not a straight path. And, and I think now more and more you see it in the workforce, right? We're, we're looking for different kind of people, different kind of backgrounds. So the straight shot background, just school and that's it, is probably not always what we're looking for. And so you have to believe that you can do it. And there's a different timing for everything, right? So I did my university in the US and, and I did my master actually 10 years later. So I think there's a time for everything. Mm -hmm. You should try it. And I think it's meant to be at different stages, right? So again, there's no straight path and, and uh, people should believe in yourself. And even if you get, you know, stupid feedback, like, like I had uh, a long time <laughs> ago that I could never graduate from university. Well, actually it's, it's possible for anybody, it's to possible. be honest. Romain, thank you for this invigorating conversation. Uh, I wish you all the best luck and uh, for your future, many more years at Swiss. And uh, we'll speak soon. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. That was Romain Vetter, head of Western Switzerland at Swiss. I invite you to write a comment or a rating on your favorite podcast player. It will help me improve my next episodes. And please write me directly on jobtalespodcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for our next guest. Otherwise, I'll see you next week for a new podcast episode.